0: Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Mental Health Casual. I'm Eros Lucky, and today we're going over to the social anxiety subreddit, but before we get into that, if you guys are new here, basically what I do here is I go to different subreddits that have to do with mental health, uh, give some advice. Obviously, I am not a professional, so uh, you're more than welcome to take it with a grain of salt, or if something does uh, speak out to you, hopefully you can take it, mold it to however your life is, or uh, mold it to suit however your life is, uh, and yeah, we kind of just go from there, learning a lot of new stuff. Uh, but like I said, uh, today is social anxiety, and uh, <clears throat> excuse me, one thing that I've I've noticed with social anxiety in general, especially after the pandemic, right? Um, it took me a little while to get back into the swing of things because I was so used to seeing people on Zoom monitors that when, uh, and granted, you know, I, I'd go out to the store and the gym. Um, back when we were still wearing masks and stuff over here in Texas, we don't, we don't really wear masks or anything like that. Um, but I started to, uh, you know, I, it's strange, right? Because as you're talking to somebody, um, you know, in the store, you kind of wanted to, uh, cut the conversation off, you know, you wanted to basically like spend as little time in front of this person as possible. Um, and you know, I'm starting to see the after effects of a lot of this stuff. Obviously the pandemic just screwed a lot of things up. So social anxiety, I think has been one of the big, well, it's not the biggest one, obviously I think addiction, in my opinion, would be the scariest thing coming out of the pandemic. Obviously there are the, the deaths and everything um, from the, from COVID, but apparent, but you know, suicide is, you know, um, is we've had more suicides than that. Uh, so it's something to look out for. So we, we've, you know, whenever there's a major health epidemic, there, you, there's a lot of times there'll be a, a, a separate, um, uh, one other health aspect will be sacrificed in order to put emphasis on that case in point COVID is a physical, um, health, uh, pandemic. The mental health got basically thrown out the window, Right. All these people who couldn't go to AA meetings right I've, I've talked to a couple of them now so this is mostly anecdotal but from what i when i one of the first um uh one of the first uh podcasts i ever appeared on was called the cold turkey podcast with uh i swear to god he's got it's really messed up he's got like a french name but it, it reminded me of a of a villain is like alex Le, Le something um shout out to alex if you're listening Hopefully, I, you know, I, I, I uh, sorry, but I can't get your last name. I think, I think it was like Alex Leclerc or something like that. But anyway, um, so, you know, I, I, he, he was in AA. Um, well, I know he has a sponsor, so, uh, but anyway, he, he's pretty close with like the AA community and stuff. And he was telling me that that had a major, um, aspect. And then also when I was listening to his show, he was talking about how that also had a major aspect, uh, on people in AA, right? Because it, you're basically telling people, hey, get on your computer screen where there's probably, you know, bottles and stuff right next to the computer screen and, you know, keep them in this environment instead of letting them go out. Well, a lot of the same uh, similarities, you know, bringing it back over to social anxiety. That was kind of the same thing with social anxiety. Why don't you stay in the place where your social anxiety is not challenged, right? And that that's the problem. It's not, you're not being challenged. It, it, sure, a Zoom. Call can be, um, there are are definitely um, obstacles for people with social anxiety to deal with, but at the same time, it's not nearly as uh, as heavy as when you're face-to-face. Now, maybe that could be an argument for uh, if somebody does have social anxiety, maybe try to join some community Zoom calls or something like that. I'm sure there are some. I haven't really looked into it all that much. So maybe that's something for people to look into. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely a good tool. I'm just saying it doesn't replace uh, actual face-to-face contact. So anyway, enough blabbering on from me. Let's go into the first post here. After years of reading posts on Reddit, I finally said, uh, forget it and went out alone last night. May have changed my life for the positive. So basically i have extreme social anxiety not many friends sheltered introvert anxiety depression you know the deal i was so tired of not socializing ever for example i don't go to any parties i uh, sorry i didn't go to any parties in college i was so scared last night i decided that i was going to force myself to go out because it was saturday night and i was tired of being alone i invited a friend but he couldn't come i went to a dive bar at around eight sat alone and had two drinks a band came and they were playing great music i was alone and some guy came to order a drink I said I liked his dancing. We struck up a convo, and he invited me to join his group. I'm a guy. Uh, that's what they put in parentheses. I got his number and got uh, and his group left, but I stayed at the bar because I f- I felt comfortable. I danced with a really cute girl, but she left. Met some other guys and got some numbers, and people were asking me for my number. Not any women, but I was out to but I was not out to meet women. Just wanted to socialize. I think that is key. I did more socializing in one night than I've ever done in the past three years. I plan on going back sometime, just not too often because I don't want to damage my liver. I'll try going out alone with less drinks for support, for quote-unquote support next time. What's crazy is I feel like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders in terms of being socially anxious. Already today, two people I met last night texted me and said we should hang out when they are in my area again. If you are reading this and you are like me, I highly recommend trying to do something like this. Push, yourself, push your comfort zone. Go out alone if you have to, like me, and push yourself to make friends. That's the best way to deal with social anxiety. Um, so... Yes, uh, yes, and and somewhat no. So, uh, sorry, uh, the the premise that I, or sorry, the thing that I'm arguing against somewhat is that this is the best way to deal with social anxiety. I think there's a lot of good ways to deal with social anxiety, but ultimately, uh, practicing your social skills is the best uh, is the best way to um, to deal with social anxiety sure going to therapy is great um you know cbt cognitive behavioral therapy right uh, whatever helps you uh, exposure therapy great um ultimately you being put in that environment is the best thing that you can do um so you know, when, when it comes to things like this, like that is awesome for this person. Um, I personally, uh, for me personally, it wouldn't really completely work. I, I only go to bars when I can go with somebody else because uh, I don't order anything except for like soda. Like that's the only thing I can drink because I'm, I'm uh, sober. Not the same that I have a problem with, uh, with, you know, my alcoholism when I go out to bars. Uh, but there usually has to be like karaoke or something like that. Cause I'm not going to just sit at a, at a bar and not, you know, just chill there. Like, it has to be something. Uh, so yeah, I mean, but yeah, that's awesome. And that, that is a good idea for anybody out there. Now, I would, I would warn you, um, if you do have social anxiety, maybe to figure out if that's a good idea for you because a lot of people who have social anxiety tend to, not a lot of people, I, I don't remember what the study was, but it, it, you have to be very careful when you have social anxiety and that, and, uh, when you're too reliant on alcohol, because then it can turn into a dick. Excuse me, turn into an addiction. I almost said something else there. It can almost turn into an addiction because every time you're anxious, you want to drink. But if you're anxious a lot, then you're gonna just keep going to the drink, right? Uh, but yeah, if you're fine, if you know alcohol has never been a problem for you, you've always been able to keep in moderation. That's this sounds like a great idea for you. Um, an even better way uh, to do this is to. Uh, you know, take an Uber, obviously you want to, uh, or Lyft, whatever, whatever taxi, I don't really care. Uh, because that'll make sure, obviously you don't drink and drive, but at the same time you can, uh, it kind of forces you to be there for an extended period of time. Of course you can always order another one, but I mean, who wants to spend that much money on a dude, Ubers and Lyfts are so expensive now, but who wants to spend that much money doing something like that when you can, um, you know, when you want to make the most of it. So, uh, awesome uh awesome to hear and listen for any of you guys any anybody out there um just go going out to like your local park um just sitting alone and just being okay with being alone is one uh is one aspect of social anxiety that i think it's overlooked because people think that you're already okay being alone if you're so if you're uh socially anxious that's not exactly true for everybody there are some people that that's true for a lot of times you're just not uh, you're you're judging yourself. You're doing this. You're doing that. So um, being alone with yourself and practicing good um, good behaviors, like not just crapping all over yourself. Um, sorry, in a in a, <laughs> in a in a mental sense, right? Not just saying, "Oh, I should have done this." If you can try and um, let those thoughts go, listen. You, you can't. It's very hard to control your thoughts. So letting them flood into you but also like a stream letting them go downstream instead of building up this little dam so that you can keep the water there uh i hope you like that metaphor by the way uh you know it is a good good way to kind of do that stuff so and then getting out into a park kind of gets you out of your room where uh there'd be a lot of distractions you know for me i got my like video game system here i got my computer here so um yeah so best of luck with uh with that person i hope that uh they foster some great friendships from that that sounds awesome uh let's see the next post here. For uh, title of this one, 40-year-old male, been alone my whole life, no long-term relationships. Uh what few dates I've been on never go well. Just met a lady on Bumble. Okay, let's see how this one goes. Uh I've never had a date go well as uh as our first sorry, I've never had a date go as well as a first date. We went for a walk in the park after dinner and we talked and cuddled on a bench for a while. Had a nice good night kiss. Today I asked her to the movie which turned into a dinner. We were like teenagers together holding each other and making out i've never had a relationship like this and it was it was only the second date i realize this sounds braggy but that's not the the purpose of this just a week ago i absolutely i was absolutely certain that i would die alone probably soon on my and on my own terms but i've been so sorry i've been so alone for so long i had i had so little hope i was on the verge of deleting all those dating apps for the 10th time the point is have hope it took me well over 20 years to have a good date I know nothing is certain and things could still end badly but no, but now I know I can do it and you can too. I hope it doesn't take as long uh, for you. Stay strong everyone. Yeah, no that's amazing. Um for people that don't know what Bumble is, it's a lot like Tinder. The only difference is that it's more it's more female ba- sorry, it's more female centric I guess. So the idea is that uh, girls can approach you but you can't approach them. Like you can just say that you like them, all that kind of stuff, but you if I'm remembering it correctly, it's more that they can message you, but you can't message them. So um, so you better be, you know, it sounds like this guy's probably pretty good looking or has, has his life together, you know, to, to get a, a woman like that. Because typically people are just swiping left, left, or what, what, what is, I haven't been on like a swipe dating app for like a year. So is it like swipe left for no, swipe right for yes, something like that. Um, it's all very like superficial. Uh, by the way, I think superficiality does have a lot uh, it, it has its place, right? Like, obviously you don't want to be, uh, you know, you don't want to be uh, disgusted by who you get with. Uh, but at the same time, I think it does. There's a lot more to somebody than just that. Like if I had to choose between somebody that was average looking, but could hold a great conversation and somebody that was like really hot, uh, but just was like a, like a bag of rocks, you know, in the brains, uh, I choose the average looking person, to, uh, you know, every single time. Uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, no, this sounds great. I'm glad that you you were able to um, to get this going. Um, I would just say this, uh, and this isn't to knock them down while they're up. Uh, be careful about how f- far you go with, um, uh, be careful of how much you invest in this, in, in the sense that, sorry, I don't think I'm wording that right. Uh, just be careful of how um, excited you are. Because listen, you haven't had like a, a a date like this for like 20 years or so is what you said um people can kind of get ahead of themselves uh just enjoy and it sounds like you are so i just i just this is more for everybody else that's listening just make sure that you enjoy the person's company um enjoy every little bit of it um while it lasts right i mean things can go wrong later on and all that kind of stuff can happen um but just be be realistic but also have fun have fun you know um i think a lot of times we can get a little too serious in dating uh i am definitely guilty of this because one day i want to be married i want to have kids so i'm not particularly dating for uh for for like fun fun right like i'm not dating for hookups but uh but yeah i think at the same time just you know if you go on a date with somebody it, it doesn't always have to lead somewhere right? it can be good practice especially if you're social if you're socially anxious to get out there and uh ha- have a um have a conversation with the opposite sex or you know whatever sex that you're attracted to uh because that's ultimately gonna help you out a lot in life and social anxiety has a lot to do there's a big correlation between uh date uh sorry um uh relationship success or i should say dating success and and social anxiety as well right so let's go to the next post here uh great to hear from this 40 year old male that they're getting it anyway uh <laughs> who else doesn't have a social life as the title uh, title of the text post so i was wondering does anyone else wish they had a better social life or a social life in general because i was just pondering and thinking about how i literally have no social life all i do is work go to school have my tutor play video games watch anime and go to the gym and repeat i will say i do try to socialize when i can but i don't really have a social life for friends I, and i don't go out does anyone else relate Hmm so uh i kind of have a similar situation with you know obviously doing a lot of videos a week um you might not see that you might see like three videos on mental health casual in particular like like on youtube but then i have the six podcasts that are all on their own i have six podcasts for my other channel anime casuals then i also have a, a podcast once a week that i do with my buddy paul and casual bros and it's a lot right like it's basically three channels one like two two youtube channels three and then there's a third one right there's three podcast channels it's a lot of editing to do editing takes a long time Uh, people would be surprised to how even though it looks very basic it takes a while to just do like a 12 or 13 minute uh uh video so um yeah my social life it's not the greatest right now i do i I found a friend down here in austin so we we kind of hang out and stuff i think we're gonna go check out the ghostbuster movie um but you know um Listen, as long as you're okay with your life and you're okay, because it just sounds like you're busy, you know, and that that's totally fine. As long as it doesn't hinder your social skills or it doesn't hinder you in a, in the sense that when all of a sudden you get into a social situation, you can't handle it, right? Uh, that's that's really the thing that you should be looking out for. Now, uh, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't put aside time for yourself. It sounds like you do. You, it said you, like, what, watch anime and play video games, that kind of stuff? You have your tutor you go to school um awesome right uh that's that's totally great like i said just as long as it doesn't get to the point where you start to become socially anxious um yeah there there are a lot of people who i know who are very busy but when it comes to like meeting people they they just they just flip on the switch and they're like oh time to be social right uh so yeah that's totally fine it's the, the the problem would be if you had all of this free time and yet you didn't um and you wanted to go out with people but you didn't that would be where the the real worry would come in so uh yeah uh good good for that person for uh for keeping busy though uh next post here i said i wasn't ready for exposure therapy and my therapist discharged me what do i do now Uh, that's very interesting let's read into it i've been going to a public therapist for the past two months he explained exposure therapy to me in depth and that i should only do it if i feel ready so as not to get a negative effect from it, I told him I didn't feel ready, thinking that he'd be off, he'd be he'd maybe offer to try a different therapy method. But he just discharged me and told me to come back when I felt uh, feel ready to do exposure. I have no idea what to do now. I want so much to get better, but I don't have the time, energy, or the guts at the moment. I've read through some of the exposure ex- exercises, and I'd honestly rather die than do some of the suggested things. Is there anyone on here who have gotten better on their own? Can you recommend any self help sources, maybe? uh what the hell is going so okay i talk about exposure therapy a lot and i think it is one of the best things to um i think it's one of the best things to help with anxiety in general uh, but that's that's completely uh, incompetent in my opinion right obviously I'm not a med- medical professional in any sense of the word but that is absolutely ridiculous discharging somebody because they aren't ready for a particular therapy is kind of ridiculous like w- what you're just gonna throw them out on the street and then like it, it just sounds so stupid um and by the way that's the part the the problem is is that this is going to discourage this young person or I don't actually know how old they are. It's going to discourage this person from ever wanting to do exposure therapy again. Which, by the way, exposure therapy is all about welcoming somebody into their experience, uh, but also giving them the power to walk away if they need to. But all you're saying is, "Oh, you walked away from exposure therapy. Uh, go out to you know, go <laughs> go uh, go figure it out yourself." Right? That's basically the idea that you've implanted in this person's mind. Um so yeah I have a lot of problems with with what they just said that I'm sorry with uh, the therapist's action that's ridiculous um the the fact that they wouldn't they wouldn't just talk, be able to talk through cuz the the problem is like I I I honestly think you know that exposure therapy is great I think that somatic psychotherapy is great I think that CBT cognitive behavioral therapy is great um but you should be able to be like an overall therapist. Like you don't have to, you shouldn't just have one um, general uh, path, right? Or you shouldn't have just one general, it would be like if you went to a, do- now that's what specialists are for, right? That's what specialists are for. This sounds like they had, they they had just a, a, a typical public therapist, right? Uh, I'm gonna assume, right? Cause there are, there are people who have uh, specializations in certain things, right? Um, if you go to, uh, uh, a podiatrist, right, you're going there for, for your feet, you're going there to check out, check out your feet. You're not going to go there and be like, dude, I have something wrong with my heart. It's like, no, 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 that's not what, that's not what I do here. Right. Um, but typically with the, the with like public therapists and all that stuff, they're not complete, um, specialist. You, you know, they, they have some sense of being able to talk to somebody, Right. Uh, yeah, it's really strange. It, it's almost like the therapist is saying, Hey, okay, if you're going to waste my time, then you can go ahead and just, uh, you know, go, go out there. That's, that's ridiculous. Don't, don't ever, uh, if somebody does that, just stop going to that therapist and go to somebody else. Right. Right. I mean, obviously they discharged them, but, uh, yeah, don't, don't, that, that's, that's ridiculous. That should not be a thing that, you, that people do. Um, anyway, best of luck to you, uh, per, to you and uh whatever you're doing uh let's go to the next post here uh, i think we'll do a couple more if i could go back in time without social anxiety my life would literally be perfect Is the title of this literally perfect i'd have not i'd have everything i ever wanted and i'd be extremely happy all my problems are due to social anxiety i did everything else right so the problem so you got to be careful about looking at your life like this because all you're doing so uh oh man i think was it the last episode that i talked about this there was a person talking about um i think it was on the forever alone subreddit they were talking about like having a small dick and um oh yeah like uh, he was cheated on all this kind of stuff uh the problem is if you just keep on looking at all the things that you physically cannot change and in this case it's really something you can't change right you can't just go back there's no time machine um that can take you back and and, and make it so that you uh, that you can uh, you know you can um, fix all the mistakes that you did. Uh, that kind of thinking can get you into a hole that a hole that you'll never be able to dig yourself out of because you're uh, because there's no solution for it. The only solution is to accept what happened to you or what has uh, what what mistakes you've made and to keep going. Right, as long as you're still alive, there's still a chance for you to make up you know, any of the, any of the time that you, uh, wasted making mistakes and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, when we're talking about, uh, when we're talking about like the time machine thing, you gotta be real careful with, with those, that kind of thought process. Now, if you're having like fun at a party and you, you ask like, if you had a time machine, what would you change? I, I actually never entertain that question. I always tell people straight up, like, listen, uh, I would never want a time machine. I just, I, I I feel like it would get to the point where I would just be I would be, like, uh, uh, traveling back in time so much just to change every little thing. I don't know if you guys have ever seen, like, The Flash or read any of his comics or anything like that. He, there, he has a lot of problems with this where he can't uh, – one of the first things that he does, he goes back in time and uh, tries to save his mother. But that creates a Flashpoint paradox where it literally spawns a new DC comic verse or whatever uh, where everybody's kind of different. And I always found that like kind of kind of interesting because that that's kind of well okay obviously we don't know too much about time right now right like it's still a still hypothesis a hypothesis but uh, yeah there's a lot of things that could end up happening because you fix one little thing in the past so um, either way it's just not a great uh, thing to look at look at the things that you can change what can you change uh, what can you change about your present that can help your future is what you should be thinking about. Uh, what can you learn from the past that will uh, benefit your future? That's something to think about, too. Uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah, let's make this the last one here. Interesting. Uh, this per- this person says, I've got my first tattoo today. Cool. I have wanted to have a tattoo for a long time, and today I made it real. Woke up in the morning and decided to, ho- to book an appointment with a tattoo artist nearby uh, without any hesitation. When I got to the tattoo shop, I was a little nervous at first, but me and the tattoo artist talked so comfortably during the whole process. And he was a really nice and polite guy. Now I ended up with the first tattoo ever on my left bicep. It's a simple tattoo with two black armbands. This is definitely a big step for my social anxiety, struggling and being not sorry. And being not afraid of being judged. Um, and this is just my first tattoo. I will definitely have more. Yeah, so that's awesome. When you, uh, when when we talk about these things, uh, especially one of the things that I notice is is appearance, right? Uh, a lot of people have a lot of anxiety about their appearance, which I think is totally normal for anybody. Um, but if there's something that you really want, I'll give you an example, right? Like I wear I wear shorts and a shirt everywhere I go because I'm super. I, I have a really high body temperature for some reason. Well, probably because I'm big, but uh, yeah, I'm just always hot. Like, I, and I don't, like, I never understood how people can just wear like jeans all the time. It, it makes zero sense to me. Um, I can wear jeans, but I just, I, I just can't wear them all the time. It's kind of like, you know, I feel like it's a, it, it, it's uncomfortable for me. Um, and I'm not going to just do that to conform to everybody else. Right. Um, unless I'm trying to impress somebody, right. There's a time and a place to throw away some of the ideas that you have or, or, or throw away comfortability for, uh, for impressions right um but not every day i'm just not that kind of person so anyway uh so for somebody to go into a tattoo shop and just kind of go into and just dive right in that's awesome especially if that's really what something that you want to do i've always uh thought about getting a tattoo uh i want mine to be like authentic so i i probably want to get it from like a samoan person um but you know, ultimately, I don't know what to get, and also that thing—that's you know—it's mostly forever, and I don't want to get that laser slapping surgery thing to get it off. Uh, so yeah, for me, I—I I, that's that's awesome for for this person to take the first steps into that. Um, you know, I, I know for a lot of people, it's just that uh, it, it's one of those things that really uh you know it helps tell a story of your life like one of my friends got a we used to when we used to drink he got a he got a freaking mickey's grenade if you guys don't know what that is like this this little bottle we call it they call it a grenade because it looks like that uh but like uh, this, be- this little uh beer bottle thing uh, tattooed on his uh left left arm or something like that i could not believe that he got that uh, tattooed before he left uh, san jose so Uh, listen, you know, if there's something that you want in life, maybe it's a haircut, maybe it's a weird haircut. Uh, you know, to be real with you, there are probably going to be people that are going to look at you and judge you, but that is all about, but what I say to that is to, is for you to stand up tall, open up your, you know, open up your, uh, your chest in in the sense that like, you know, uh, pull your shoulders back and accept the world and all of its judgment because, uh, the judge, the, the world's going to judge you even if you're, even if you're curled up in a shell. So you might as well be ready for it and you might as well welcome it because it's going to happen. And I think that's something that we have to accept as people with social anxiety. You have to, uh, we we have to accept that the world is not always going to be kind to us. The world, even if we do sit all alone in our room, uh, it's not going to always be kind to us. So uh, anyway, guys, remember you can check out all things casual at the link in the description box down below. Also, if you'd like to email me, you can email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. Uh, Also, I will have a link to the Social Anxiety subreddit if you guys would like to become a part of it or you guys want to uh, just check it out for yourselves. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.